Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, hello, friends. Dwight Beal here, again with my nephew Hayden and his wife, Julie. It's been a great week so far. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for chatting about the stuff. You have great thoughts. On Thursdays, we like to talk about stuff we're thankful for. So we purposely didn't talk about it before I hit record because I wanted it to be fresh. So Julie, you want to start? Sure. Um, This week, winter is like rough with little kids, right? But this week, we have been getting out in the winter. I mean, we've been doing it all winter, but it has been really mild. So... Mm I was worried what would happen once we got into the thick of it. But mm-hmm. yesterday we went for a walk in Walter's Woods, mm. and it was stunning, so beautiful. And Cooper was running around and climbing and going into forts and stuff, and Sadie was just smiling and enjoying it. And so I've been really thankful. Was Olivia with you? No, she was at she's at Forest School. Oh. So she was outside, and she did go to Walter's Woods just about an hour after we oh. were there. Yeah. So we all were at Walter's Woods, except for you, Hayden. Um, and I just feel like in Michigan, there's so much to do mm-hmm. in the winter, mm-hmm. all year round, really, but especially in the winter. And so I'm very thankful for that. I've cool. enjoyed this winter more than previous winters with kids. So I love it. Yeah. What's your first winter here? It is. It is. What about you, Hayden? I tore my ACL a few months ago, um, and so it's been a it's been a learning experience. I'm someone that I'm always I'm an active person. Mm-hmm. I'm not one to typically kind of sit down and read a book and talk and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, All those emotional <laughs> things. Yeah, I'd rather be you know doing a project on the house, playing sports, doing that right. type of thing. Yeah. Um, and so there's been a lot of, you know, just kind of reflecting on what can God teach me hmm. through this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been trying to be thankful, hmm. not necessarily for the injury, but for the the slowing down right. that it's forced me to do. Yeah, You know, I spend my time with my kids a little differently. It's not always wrestling, but it's maybe asking more questions and doing some more dialogue, things like that. So. Hmm. Um, yeah, I've just kind of been thankful for the change of pace Yeah, that came out of something that wasn't very fun. Yep. That's great. I love that. Yeah, sometimes forced slowdowns mm-hmm. uh, bring about good things. Yeah. I think of your brother, Kyle. I was thinking the same yeah. thing. Were you? Yeah. Yeah. And this is a whole story in and of itself. But yeah, he had Lyme disease and, and went to Liberty University to play soccer and had to, had to quit the team. And mm-hmm. But it just opened up so many other doors for him, even though it was just soul crushing. His life right. looks so different than it would have. Yeah. And it, it looks so good. It looks oh, so he good. was he had the world by the tail. You know, I mean, everything was just going awesome for him. And then it went so not awesome and but and yeah now it's but god so redeemed awesome. yeah. he redeemed it yeah yeah absolutely well today we are in matthew chapter six still 
Um, and I'll read today's passage. It's verses five through eight. So if you are listening to this podcast and you have a chance to read it on your own before you listen to this, we would encourage you to do that because uh, the Holy Spirit will speak directly to you. Uh, about things that we won't necessarily bring up. And we, we want you to hear directly from the Lord as you're, as you're reading the Word. But we will read it and talk about it and hopefully confirm or, or give you some other things to think about. So Matthew 6, 5, and, 5 through 8. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by men. I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. We get rewarded for praying. <laughs> Never thought about that. <laughs> right. Interesting, huh? Yeah. Keeps on coming up. Your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And my guess is he'll reward us maybe both in our life here on earth and in heaven mm-hmm. in different ways. Yeah. Um, but just the reward of growing closer in relationship with him yeah. is a pretty huge reward in and of itself, right? Yeah. So where do you guys, when do you guys pray? It's a little personal, isn't okay. it, Julie? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go first? Where? Was that the question? Where, when, when? I mean... Where and when? Yeah. I mean, I for me, my my personality plays into this well because mm. I don't like praying in front of other people. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that, that does help. But um, yeah, I think a lot of my praying also happens in front of my kids. I think mm. I need to do more praying mm. by myself. Mm-hmm. You got those drives on the way home from work. I do have drives on the way home from work. <laughs> it's a great time and place When your to wife pray. steals your music, you can just... Every time. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's that, that, that's a challenge for me, for sure. Yeah. I think we could all say we could pray more in secret. Mm-hmm. It seems like uh, every New Year's, you know, I hear people saying, I, I want to up my prayer life, you know. Um, and we've even talked about that, you know, at Victory Point, you know, and I've heard Matt say, I just always feel convicted that I, I want to be praying more, mm. you know, as not just as a pastor, but as a follower of Jesus, you know, and I feel the same way as a worship leader. But you asked the question, when and where? Uh, for me, a lot of it is uh, before I get out of bed in the mm. morning, Yeah, uh, I'll usually wake up sometimes an hour or two before my alarm goes off, but I don't feel like getting up. So I'll oftentimes just reach over and uh, I have a Bible on my phone and so I'll just uh, pull some scripture up and and just talk to God under my covers. <laughs> uh, for me, that's a, a good way to start the day. Yeah. Just to get all my thoughts and anxieties out and 
and try to listen to the Lord and what, what he's saying. And at the end of the day, I'm toast. Yeah. Like some people have their quiet time, like before they go to bed, that does not work for yeah. me. I, I ask Betsy. I mean, I just, I'm fading. You yeah. Know? Um, car is another great time and place yeah. uh, for me. And then we're in my studio right now there, where there's a piano. Um, I don't do this every day. I don't even do it every week, but at least a couple, two or three times a month, I'll, I love to just sit down on the piano and just worship, you know, and that's a good time in secret for me. Yeah. What about you? Well, I'm not alone very often right. in my life. So how do you do that as a mother of three young kids? It's, it's very challenging. Um, my three-year-old doesn't nap anymore. And so he is with me all day. And when I pray alone is at whatever time my baby wakes up in the night and I can't fall back asleep when I get in my bed and I just start praying in the middle of the night. And it's not praying to go back to sleep like you asked me. <laughs> but it's but it is time that I spend time. I think it's the only time my brain isn't on what's next, what's next, what's next. Right. And it's the only, I used to pray in the shower a lot, which is why my showers are so long. Um, but <laughs> I, it, I would, that is a great place. To yeah. Pray. And I, you're safe and, and, well, and secluded. And, your he- brain just starts yeah. thinking. And so I, a lot of times it's really late at night and that's what I do. Mm-hmm. And that's the only time I really have because getting up earlier than them sounds terrible. <laughs> right. And sometimes I do. And then I just lay there in bed and, and spend that time. But it's nothing formal. And it's, yeah. When I had less kids, I found it easier to pray throughout my day just in my head. Hmm. But now I feel like there's just someone somewhere at all times. Who needs something so, at who all times. Who needs something at all times. Yes. Yeah. So... That's what life looks like right now, and that's just the reality right. of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's no one formula of prayer that works for right. everybody. So I think part of, for me, upping my prayer life is taking my personality type, what God has sort of, how he's wired me, and then looking at my life circumstances and then just figuring out what works, yeah. you know? Yeah. But again, uh Jesus assumes that we have a prayer life, right? Hmm. He doesn't say, so if, if you're praying, you yeah. know, he says, when you pray, you know, don't be like the hypocrites. So to me, that's, again, like the lesson under the lesson that being a follower of Jesus is having a prayer life. Yeah. I have a question. For people who don't know God, who do they talk to? Themselves? In their head? Like, I feel like you'd kind of be talking to God even without knowing it. That's a great question. Do you know anyone that you can ask that question to? <laughs> oh, I'm sure I do. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. we all do. Yeah. That's a great question. Who do you talk? I mean, there's probably a lot I mean, of self-talk. Your brain self-talk. is thinking. And so sure. in my mind, when I'm thinking, I don't feel like I'm thinking to myself. I find that as a conversation with God. Mm-hmm. But... If you don't know God, are you just talking to yourself? Or do you not talk? I think it's one of those. Because you don't think. (laughs) Right? Isn't that what that is? I don't really understand how your brain works. I think. (laughs) um, I think when I think about people that don't know God and them doing something that 
is something that the Bible calls us to do. I think that goes to the to the like the point that we are all created in the image of God. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're they're talking. They don't know who they're talking to, mm. but I think innately they have a desire to talk to God, whether they know it or not. We should ask. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably true. I think probably a lot of people say things like, God, if you're out there, mm-hmm. I need your help on this. Or, God, if you're real, could you just do this? You know, or. It's good that he's wired us to desire that. I think so. Yeah. Absolutely. So speaking of, what that's something that we learn about the nature of God, maybe, in this passage, that, yeah. that he's wired us to communicate with our creator, whether we know it or not. Yeah. Um, what else do we learn about God the Father? He likes private time, where it's really just about us. He loves one-on-one time. Yeah. Just as we do, right? Yeah. He likes intimacy. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. What else? We got the repeating lesson. He, he knows us better than we we know ourselves. Hmm. So when it talks about babbling hmm. and how it, it's like, do I not know you more? Like you don't have to keep going on and on and on about the same I already know what thing. you need. I already know what you need. Yeah. And so he... He knows it more than we do, right? Right. That's a comforting message. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's comforting, especially when you're wanting to pray for something bold mm-hmm. and big. It's like he already knows that you need it. Right. All you have to do yep. is put words behind it. Yeah. Like you don't need to be embarrassed or feel like it's too big of an ask. Like right. you don't deserve it. Like he already knows what you need. Yeah. Just do it. And I think if if Jesus or God the Father were or the Holy Spirit, we're sitting physically in this room. Like I think about the movie The Shack, where, where they're all around the, the dinner dinner table. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Mac actually asks them, "If you know what I'm going to ask anyway, why do you want me to ask? Right? What's the point?" Mm-hmm. And I think Papa says the the character that's playing the father, you know, says, "Because we love being in conversation with you." We love being in relationship with you. You know, that's so much of what prayer, prayer isn't just a grocery list of, okay, God, I could use this, this, and that, and have a great day. Yeah. You know, to him, it's, it's relationship. And what do we learn about ourselves? We like to hear ourselves talk. We babble. We babble. Mm-hmm. We rehash, we... Yeah. Go on and on. Professional Christians, you know, <laughs> need to hear this one. <laughs> I was wondering if the babbling isn't just liking to hear yourself, of... but also thinking you're not asking it in the right way. Mm. When ultimately it doesn't matter if you mm. word it correctly. God right. just wants us to talk to him and ask for it. He, right. know, he knows what we mean. Right. He can read our minds. Right. So the words don't really matter. He just mm. wants words. Yeah. That's good. And he wants our genuine thoughts and feelings. He's not just about, are you saying the right thing? Like, mm-hmm. if you're angry with God, he wants you to say, I'm, I'm angry. angry. With you. Yeah. Yeah. 
I agree. It's like trying to decipher Olivia's face. It's like, just say it. I don't care what it is. <laughs> I just want to know what's going on. Right. You know? Yep. If you're mad at me, just tell me. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Well, I think our time is about up today. So listeners, we would encourage you as we feel encouraged ourselves to uh, get alone with God. He loves one-on-one time. And whether you're a mom with three kids who has to do that in the middle of the night or in the shower, (laughs) or whether you're a a working man who uh, has a 30-minute commute and time in his truck, or whether you're uh, a guy like me who wakes up two hours before his alarm, whatever works for you, God loves one-on-one time. So take advantage of that. God bless you. See you tomorrow. Or we'll hear you tomorrow. No, you'll hear us tomorrow. Okay, bye. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.